Good evening, everybody. This is Ron with Mike and Ron. Tell it all. And tonight we have a guest with us, Scott, and our subject is going to be Why Was Rittenhouse Found Innocent and McMichael Guilty? Well, you have anything to say on that, Michael? Well, uh, let me adjust my mic to be a little louder. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I think Rittenhouse, I think there was a picture of Rittenhouse himself that was actually blurry, all right? And that's what the defense pointed out to the judge. And uh, as that fell, the judge didn't have nothing else to do but to declare a mistrial. You couldn't find him guilty on that because you couldn't make out it was Rittenhouse. Scott, what do you think about that? Okay. Well, I think the way the two cases go, Rittenhouse had a, as far as um, both of them claiming self-defense, Rittenhouse was, you know, really defending himself, whereas the other, um, Michael's claiming self-defense was, wasn't actually self-defense. I mean, they were chasing the guy down and, they were the aggressors, whereas Rittenhouse was being attacked in his, you know, in testimony. So it's like the same defense from both parties, but different circumstances. And I think Rittenhouse was, was more accurate, and the other one was more fabricated. <laughs> oh, I agree with you on that. I, I agree 100% with that. Uh, I think they look for a scapegoat. But, you know, and Rittenhouse happened to be that scapegoat. Ron, what do you think? In other words, in other words uh, you guys think that um, Rittenhouse came across more credible than McMichael? I know that uh, Rittenhouse shed a lot of tears during his testimony. Um, did uh, McMichael seem like a tough guy with the whole thing or what? Well, I know that... I'm going to say McMichaels, right, had no right actually running after this guy, okay? All right? Neither did his two neighbors, for that fact, and trying to be the bulldog of the, of the block. You know, that just didn't fly, you know? And Right. It was uh, three white men against uh, one uh, African-American jogger, right? Correct. Yeah, it's basically a modern-day lynching. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, you're right about that. A modern-day lynching, yeah. The charges of stuff are very interesting, though, against uh, the co-defendants uh, that were there with uh, Michael. Um, I think the charges were like uh, that stuck weren't as serious uh, on the co-defendants, McMichael's co-defendants, as on him, McMichael's brother and, um, and um, another friend of theirs. Um, if I look at my notes on that, uh, I have here, uh, the jury was almost all white. I think there was uh, one African-American person on the jury, but 
they convicted Michael of uh, a bunch of counts, malice murder, felony murder, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit a felony. But, uh, oh yeah, it wasn't his brother, it was his father, uh, Gregory McMichael, um, and their neighbor, uh, Roddy Bryan. Uh, they were acquitted of uh, the top charge and convicted of other charges, though, including uh, felony murder. Uh, so it's just that uh, Travis Travis McMichael himself is going to get a lot longer sentence than the other two, correct? Oh yeah, a longer sentence. Now, a lot it all depends on what state he goes to, into what the sentence will be. They could ask for the death penalty, and you know they could ask for the death penalty in some cases. You know, mm -hmm. it all depends what. Yeah, with all those felony murder and malice murder and all that. Yeah, it depends what state. It's sentenced to New York. Well, New York don't have the death penalty. Yeah, come down here to Florida. Okay. They, they do. <laughs> And there's another thing to look at, too. The things that uh, Travis and Michael knew um, about the man he killed, uh, whose name is, by the way, um, Ahmed Arbery. Okay? Ahmed Arbery. A uh, 25-year-old African-American man. But uh, the things he knew about him is that he wasn't armed. He knew he wasn't armed. Uh, he... Um, and he, and he wasn't even threatening, okay? Right. And uh, the uh, the only threat here in the whole thing was that um, three guys in pickup, a couple of pickup trucks were chasing him, uh, an unarmed American um, male who was out jogging, minding his own business. And, um, well, that's where the false arrest comes in there, too, you know, like a citizen's arrest. Or yeah. They were going to hold him for a cop Yes. Um, what do you think of the Kyle Rittenhouse thing uh, by comparison? Any comments on that? No. By the way, these first ver verdicts were five days apart. You know, five days apart. Yeah, Great well, place. you know, I just say, in putting the short terms, um, they got what come to them, you know? You know, I always said knife for a knife. You know, yeah. You got it. Well, in, in, in the case of Kyle Rittenhouse, though, it's interesting. Um, in that other case, there were three white men against one African American man. Okay, uh, three white men. And in the other case, it was one white man, uh, Kyle Ritten, Rittenhouse, against three African American men. So he was just turned right around. So that probably made Kyle Rittenhouse's uh, case more credible. Uh, so he, he was accused of um, 
of actually murdering uh, two men and uh, wounding another one, you know. So, you know, shooting, uh, shooting three men, but uh, killing two of them. And in Wisconsin, it happened in a different place in Wisconsin there, and the other happened in Georgia, wasn't it? Right. But, um, oh, by the way, uh, Georgia has since uh, turned that law around, and they're not going to do that. Uh, what's that law called? Uh, something about the right to stand. Stand your ground. Stand your ground, right? To stand the ground, stand your ground. I think Georgia's repealed that now. They're not going to go with that anymore, like Florida does. Florida will keep that law for a while longer, but uh, Georgia's rescinding it. But it was in effect when all this happened. But uh, it it still didn't um, um, it, it still didn't help, uh, you know, McMichael. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was grateful when they read the verdicts on the news and they, you know, they came up with the guilty verdict for all those guys because it would have been terrible if for any reason, you know, justice was not served for them basically murdering that guy for no reason. I mean, they did they have any reason to think that he was a burglar? You know, was there some burglary that took place and somebody was seen leaving? I'm just asking this question. Was somebody seen leaving the scene of a burglary that looked like the guy that was jogging? And is that why they were chasing him down? They could. You know, I don't know if they had any reason to be going after him like that. They couldn't have. Only because he, he was black. He couldn't have because there was nothing in his hands, okay, that, uh, that, because that he stole anything, you know? Yeah, they, they just made that as an excuse to go after him. They didn't have any reason other than, you know, let's, let's get this guy, you know. Right. And it's terrible. And, and justice was served accordingly. And we have to give, you know, credence to the justice system that at least in these two cases that, you know, whether or not you agree with the Rittenhouse verdict, and I know people riot and all that, but there's always going to be civil disobedience or whatever in certain cases but in as far as these guys go i'm glad that they got convicted because if they hadn't they would have been totally you know just obviously there's something wrong here you know i mean we don't know we weren't there every single day in court we didn't hear all the testimony you know but luckily the jury came through with the correct what seems to be the correct verdict and Mm-hmm. So I, I just feel like in both these cases that you know, the jury really took their time deliberating um, Rittenhouse. It didn't take a couple of days for them to come to a decision. It wasn't like an hour later they came up with a verdict, you know? Right. It's true. So, now, now, don't forget. You know, they all. Don't forget. Now, Ben Crump, the uh, civil rights attorney, he said, uh, you know, his condolences to the, to the family. And everything, all right. And he said, "Yet the outcome is here. It brings no justice to the Arbery family, but it's not cause for celebration. It's for reflection." Okay. Yeah. So oh, the last thing I have to say on this is 
this is really going to change these neighborhood watch things because I think they should do more observing than going right in to ask the questions and things like that. I mean, if they see the person about to commit a crime, yeah, get the police out there right away. Or have the police standing by, you know, uh, while they observe, and they're going to call the cops right in there. I mean, this is what security guards usually do. They're the eyes and ears of the police. They're not to, usually, uh, security guards aren't to go in there and uh, and blast people and stuff like that. They're supposed to call police and everything. Same with uh, neighborhood. You don't take the law into your own hands like that, you know? Um, they've got to be more careful in the future and, and not be that discriminating, you know, to, just because the, the guys are different race than them, you know, wow, uh, they must be. Uh, uh, they must be up to no good. Uh, do you agree? Yeah. I Another thing is, I don't think it's a good idea to put yourself in a position, as far as Rittenhouse goes, to show up in a situation carrying an AR-15. You know, period. I mean, he's obviously <laughs> that's not a good place to be to be carrying a gun like that. You know, it's like you're looking for trouble. You know. I'll drink to that. Self-defense or not, it's just not a good thing. <laughs> oh, you're right about I that. Was, I don't know what he was thinking showing up there for what, whatever reason, but I mean. He, he was more credible and he did get off uh, than uh, those other uh, three guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, and he had the bigger weapon, didn't he? So, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He had the biggest one of them all. Nevertheless. He was attacked by three, uh, and the opposite thing is the other three guys were, uh, I don't even know if they were being attacked by the one, uh, uh, the one claimed that uh, he was going to grab the gun, didn't he, or was that the Rittenhouse trial? That's, the, that's the Rittenhouse trial. That, that they were going to grab the gun. I, I don't know exactly. But we don't, you, you know exactly we don't know the true be, facts of that yet. You know, we don't know the true facts of that yet. I mean, let's face it. Well, maybe our listeners can fill in a thing on that, that uh, how was he killed by these uh, three men anyway, uh, the 25-year-old jogger, you know? Yes. Um, I, I never got that out of this trial, you know? So I'm wondering why we can't accept when the jury comes up with a decision, why... People seem to think that rioting is the answer. How does that solve anything? Well, it, it doesn't start with rioting. It starts with demonstrations, you know, and ends up in rioting. Um, yeah. I don't know whether people infiltrate uh, the crowd to get things stirred up, and they may be paid infiltrators, you know. I mean, this is down with violence, you know. I highly suspect that... Uh, there's some outsiders that really want this country to go down in flames, you know. Well, yeah. I said that's about all I would have to say about this, and that is all I have to say. <laughs> Todd, over to you. Well, thank you for having me on tonight. You're welcome. Anytime. Thanks. Well, you know, it's about time we wrap it on up for tonight. And uh, Scott, thank you very much for being on tonight. And uh, 
Ron, as well as yourself. Sure. So until okay. next until next time, remember, stay safe. I mean, God bless you and yours. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. God bless.